Oscars preview series, guys, of 2022. Oh my god. Thanks for joining us on another episode. My name is Joshua Afrey. I'm the co-founder of Bellion here with my my right-hand woman. Gladia like Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Today we're gonna be talking about Denis Villeneuve's Dune. Something that I was lucky enough to see early because of our good friend Titus, who um gave us the opportunity when we were putting Paul dolls <laughs> around campus, creating <laughs> a little scavenger hunt, and a good marketing team. <laughs> true, true. Yes. Yeah, so, Dune released October twenty first, twenty twenty one. It's got nine nominations for Best Picture, obviously. Cinematography, costume design, film editing, makeup and hair, original score, production design, sound visual aspects and adapted screenplay that is a lot yeah. of nominations mm -hmm. yeah i know the the hype for dune was real i think it was warner bros's first theatrical release since the pandemic mm -hmm. and there was also just a lot of people like oh this is the next star wars this is gonna be this great big thing but i guess first we should just talk about how we felt about the movie mm -hmm. initially what it did well i guess we'll lead with we'll lead with a good foot forward yes um do you have any <laughs> <laughs> well i mean the series does have a lot of hype behind it it has a very strong fan base mm. my grandparents were one of them and they introduced the books to me a few years ago and i didn't really get into it which is my fault because it requires an attention span and a patience that i think the film does too yeah so i think initially the film parts of it that didn't resonate with me were maybe due to my lack of patience mm. because I think as viewers now we kind of demand constant um not hand holding but like mm. action and not even action we demand constant storytelling and there's constant storytelling but it is Subtle slower and slower mm -hmm. yeah for sure I think initially initially my reaction to it was kind of it was it was a long movie to mm -hmm. start off. It was almost three hours. We like I'm going into the negative right now. <laughs> I said I was gonna be positive, but well. yeah, it was a it was a very long runtime, and I can't say it was engaging enough for me personally. And but then again, thinking about it, I'm like, all right, maybe if I had read the book to yes. start with, I might have had a different opinion, and. Also, maybe I'm just like you said, like I'm so used to as a viewer, as a <laughs> as a viewer and an audience member, I just combined the two words. Perfect. As a viewer and an audience member, I'm used to like constant engagement, constant storytelling. Stimulation. Constant stimulation. I don't want to say storytelling because it's still yeah, happening. But yeah, yeah, yeah stimulation. Yeah. And so, you know, once I finished the movie, I was kind of like, oh, not that much happened. I mean, a lot happened, uh -huh. and maybe, maybe the story could have been condensed, but I'm not the director. It was his vision, and he he read the books. He's a big fan. Yeah, he read so, it at 14, and like, he did split it in half. He split yeah. the first installment in half, so you have to wonder. It could have been six hours, and I know of two adaptations. Yeah. There was one that was 12 hours, but that oh, wow. was encompassing more of the story, and then there was the two-hour one that was released a decade ago mm. and maybe more than that yeah, but it was yeah. received pretty well mm. um 
So I think he was trying to go in between those two. Right, and right. And there there's a lot of world building that happens. Right, And if you're thrust right. into that without knowing anything about the environment that you're in, it's going to be hard to watch. So yeah. I get part of why it was so elongated. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we can easily... You know, bouncing off of that, the production, the de- design, yes. the costume design, mm-hmm. they did such a good job building a world. The world of Dune, I think, was so well done. Um, yeah, and I was just coming off of like a, a, a Vanity Fair interview. Yes. Well, I just watched the, me like just returning from the <laughs> Vanity Fair. But no, I just watched a Vanity Fair interview where they were interviewing the director of course mm-hmm. and he was talking about you know in the world of dune there's pretty much not really a lot of advanced technology no ai and i'm like thinking about the movie now i'm like yeah there was not a lot of like flashy yes. in your face like electronics and they still managed to do, make it feel like it was you know a world so far from our own yeah and we're used to seeing a lot of technological structures right. in sci-fi right. fantasy it's not so much fantasy but yeah yeah it's definitely an interesting take on the genre in general because mm-hmm. it's a very it's very much like a i don't know it just feels so ancient but removed. so future removed and so yeah. futuristic at yes. the same time yes yeah but going off of that it it's harder when you're doing, I feel like when you're doing sci-fi fantasy, it's hard to capture. It's a little harder to capture your audience if you don't have all yes. the flashy lights and the and the action and all the different things, because it's not the world we already exist in. So it's harder to place yourself in the story. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of I feel like a lot of this first movie in Dune was just world building, setting the stage. Yep putting you in the environment but there wasn't a lot of opportunity for us to be with paul yes really for good amounts of time to really develop a relationship no. with one character and have us explore the world through that character mm-hmm. that I would think. have helped yeah yeah there were i felt that there were a lot of images that were used and images can be really good like tableaus and stage work but Mm. not really scenes like there are not so many scenes that are sticking with me right now and again i I told you right before we started filming this that i was worried about speaking in generalities just because i don't remember many specific moments that happened the the image of chani zendaya's character that was used i don't know if it was the same clip but that was used Mm. again and again her looking and I know it's supposed to show that he's haunted, but it kind of removes, it makes her character a little bit less dynamic. You know, mm. she's supposed to be, when she starts speaking, it's a shock because you <laughs> you have been just seeing her stare right at the camera, right? Right, right. How do you feel about that? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe the filmmaker did his job because... I guess seeing her in person is kind of a little disorienting. And then it's like, yeah, uh, like that's... Paul meeting her at that time is probably really disorienting for him too. So mm-hmm. it's like, he he's thinking about the audience, at least on that level. Yeah, maybe that was but, part of it, why he made it that way. Right. Because it's more jarring. Yeah. 
but no, I agree. It definitely feels like there's a lot of, a lot of images, a lot of, yeah, just showing us the world. And yeah, I think the most compelling moments for me, cause I'm, I'm so like me as a viewer, I'm very like invested in the characters within the world the world doesn't matter so much to me and i think anyone any audience member can really say that that the characters are the most compelling part of any story Mm -hmm. but the two most powerful scenes in the movie was that one scene where he's like with the um the head the head girl (laughs) the girl the veil i don't know her like official name the pope Uh woman she like leads the 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 matriarchal the witch witch. yeah 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 Mm -hmm. and paul's got his hand in the box and he's like (laughs) like Uh trying to keep it all together Uh because like the actors were doing their thing i feel like like i want to see you have some real really talented actors Mm -hmm. and i don't know if they got a lot of time to ex or do a lot beyond just looking a certain way or yes taking action but i mean i don't know how valid that criticism is but i mean i kind of agree because i had read a little bit about how some of the performances were showy Mm. and i think that that happens when you have to show so much and you don't even with or without text, because there are moments where there's, it's silent, but mm. just even the dialogue that they're given is kind of on the nose. So they mm. have to they have to really just Say tell, it. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. hard for actors to move beyond that. Mm. And the ones, I mean, I wrote it down the mm-hmm. the names that did stick with me, mm-hmm. um, because they had more human moments. Mm-hmm. So Jason Momoa, I thought his bond was pretty. It, that felt pretty real. It could have yeah. been. Could have yeah. felt more real. I yeah. think we would have felt more sadness, sympathy when he passed, passed. away. <laughs> when he was murdered. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we're and, being so polite. <laughs> no, oh god. Uh, and Duncan Brewster, mm-hmm. she she played Doctor Liette Kynes, Kynes. But that character, <laughs> that character really, I was focused on that character whenever mm. that character was on screen. And that might have had a lot to do with her, but also her, what she was given, right. she was able to kind of take us through the world. Yeah. Whereas the other ones, I felt it almost felt like those characters didn't know very much about their world. Right. <laughs> that might not be fair. Yeah, might not be fair. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. but I mean, that's that's interesting because, I mean, again, like when you're. I mean, and we we talked about this after the movie too. Like when, when they have they have a really challenging role in bringing this movie to life mm-hmm. as actors, and you kind of have to like you're playing a role that's so detached from reality that it's like you really have to use your imagination and really yes. step into the role, buy into it, right? So when the when the writing might not lend itself to a lot of, you interpretation. know, interpretation when there's not a lot of subtext. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of on the nose dialogue. This is this is, you know, and it does establish the world, I guess. Yeah. So I think we'll have to see what the next installment, what that brings, right. if that changes. Right. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's there's no way around that. Yeah, yeah. 
And there are also, we had characters who were so, um, the Skarsgård character that, I don't want to call him a creature, but he's rising oh, the, out of the water. Uh-uh. Right? There, and there's a lot of special effects involved. It's hard now to watch action films that mm-hmm. are entirely, even though there's no AI in the world, mm-hmm. that, where there's so much that is not real. Mm-hmm. So much is green screened. Mm-hmm. Because the whole time we were talking about this too, you don't know what is actually happening, yeah. what the actors are seeing. <laughs> yeah, so the imagination yeah. is so important. But also because that kind of overtakes the, the scenes, the moments. So yeah. every time I'd see him, I'd almost laugh. Because right. it was just this. <laughs> it was so unreal. Yeah. Maybe intentionally. Maybe everything could have been. Right. And I think, like, now you saw it in theaters. Yes. And I did not. I saw it at home in my living room. So I don't know if that was how the director intended for the audience to consume the film. Because I, I think it was made to really be an experience. Mm-hmm. And I think keeping that in mind, maybe you kind of had to be inside of the theater to really experience the full experience of it. Yeah, that did Um, change it for me. Yeah. Well, in theater, people talk a lot about spectacle, Spectacle. right? Mm -hmm. And removing, you just have to remove the voice in your head that is not imagining things. Yeah, yeah. So... The spectacle was definitely part of the story. Mm. And when you when you get to see these elements that are supposed to be heard with that mm. kind of sound, that does and and seen with that kind of volume, yeah. you do you have a different experience. Yeah. I just wish we'd gotten more moments with the characters. I really do. I just don't I just again, if we had just if we had just stayed with Paul or stayed with somebody like it was just a lot of bouncing around, a lot of like objective, like godlike storytelling where there's no real Yes. I don't know. I mean the the story, like again, the story tells us, keeps telling us that Paul is like the one and uh-huh. he's like all this and he's all that, but it's like I feel like I didn't even spend enough time with this character to really even care about him. Yeah. Like I'm not really invested in him at all and i think if as a filmmaker you're asking people to suspend their disbelief you have to be able to hold their attention Mm -hmm. and for a lot of people i don't know if that necessarily happened yeah i will say i think chalamet does a good job of taking on the traits of his character he has he's vulnerable he's still very confident he plays these kind of Mm. confident characters but it's Mm. countered by some humanity He's aware right. of the fact that his environment's changing. Right. People right. around him are changing. And he does, he listens. There's a lot of listening happening from him, which I mm-hmm. think might have helped a little bit because mm-hmm. you don't necessarily always see people listening. Yeah. And then you lose part of the, the humanity. Right. You know? Right. That's a really great point. Yeah. I don't he, know. <laughs> no, because he, he, he did, he did such a good job. Him and, I can't remember the name of his mother. That actress, I think, did a very good mm-hmm. job as well. Um, I also look her up to give her her due. <laughs> yeah, give her, pay her flowers, give yeah. her flowers. Um, I don't know if any Oscar Isaac, he, he did well. Mm-hmm. He did good. <laughs> Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Isaac's like, <laughs> hey, right. you know, I. No, I. You're making good. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Mm, yes, yes. He, Rebecca Ferguson. It's Oscar Isaac. 
he has a reputation that follows him and mm. you do expect to see and i think he did live up to it i think mm. the it's just because he's kind of playing a larger than life character again mm. it's how do you you're it's a totally new world mm. and you know what the grandiosity of it is the the marketing around it people are so excited yeah, you know how much yeah. of, you're holding on to a lot of right yeah so how do you navigate that you really got to give the director his flowers because mm -hmm. that is a really large task to undertake to deliver this world in a way that makes sense and coach the actors into giving convincing performances and yeah. yeah it's just a lot to take on it's just a lot to take on but i think the end result was good and mm -hmm. i think you know putting it into perspective that there's gonna be like two other installments in the trilogy it's like okay it's a, is it a trilogy i think there are more there are definitely going yeah. to be more i know that I was like, in like this a lot of books. this segment of it there will be another like a part two of part one, Ooh. but it's a it's a very long series. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, be, we're talking about the the amount of power you take on because so many people's eyes are on it, but mm. also just because the film involves so much involves so much money mm -hmm. and so much. If I don't know if the filmmaker felt like he had to get all of these elements make sure that they're shown and right, that we're right. seeing all of just how big it is. But then the power again, that can take over the scene. So yeah. we don't have enough of those intimate moments. Yeah. yeah. To really bring us back into like, yeah, mm -hmm. these are humans still like having a human experience. Yes. Yeah. I, well. I, <laughs> some parts, I mean, I think when, when the worlds kind of cross, or not the worlds, but these cultures cross, you get a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. I hope that's a teaser for more of what we'll see going forward. Mm -hmm. Did you feel that way about those moments? Yeah. Yeah, I think the end was like the most, yes, <laughs> the most exciting part. Yes, we were gripped part. the last 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, gripped. That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> no, they really had me when, yeah, the cultures were mixing and we really get to see Paul and his mother on his own, especially because that's like the best relationship yes in that's the strongest yeah 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 mm -hmm. but um i'm finally get to see zendaya after only yes. seeing like <laughs> clips of her throughout the whole movie mm -hmm. i was like where is she but yeah that was definitely one of the strongest moments and you really i mean a lot these stories a lot of what matters to the viewers is mm -hmm. seeing where it's going and why it matters. Right. So you do start to see why it matters because maybe there's a statement made, but also you get to see they're going somewhere. Right. There are things that are right. going to... I mean, I'm, again, speaking really generally because it didn't feel for a good portion of it like we were going mm. anywhere. But then once you get past the sandworm and these giant images yeah, and you yeah. start interacting, the characters start interacting, right. that's when you see, okay, it's... It's moving. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. I think I think we're going to cap it there unless you have any last thoughts. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. And again, we want to give credit to 
course, the the musicians who are involved, mm-hmm. the set design, mm-hmm. those those elements of spectacle are they were strong. Yes, and they Very were grand, strong. and they do deserve credit, of course. Yeah, and the actors, and of course, the director too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very easy to be critical when you're not part of the project, right? <laughs> Which is, you know, the nature of criticism. <laughs> right, so right, right, right. We're still allowed to view art mm-hmm. critically. That's yeah. part of why creators create. You know, they have yeah. to let people think. Right. But that, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to criticize anymore. We we were able to think. Yeah. <laughs> And on that note, that is the end of the Oscar. Well, not the end of the series, but you better you better watch the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, sitting in your chair wherever you are right now, consuming this. Consuming lying this, in bed. Lying in bed on the on the train in class. In class. Oh, that is. I, that is that is commitment. Excusable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yeah, committed to your art, your craft. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. That's it, guys. Oh my God. See you later.